So welcome to the what is this? The fourth installation of It's a Collective Podcast. I didn't record anything last week. Um I just, I don't want to force it, you know? I don't want to just be recording every week just for the sake of recording. So if I'm doing someone's co-hosting and they have a topic they want to talk about, or if I have something I want to talk about, then I'm going to record. But um, I hope you're not expecting something every week because that's just not realistic. I mean, it could be, you know, it could be. But I don't want to, like I said, waste y'all time because you guys are choosing to spend your time listening to me and I appreciate it. So I want it to be, you know, worthwhile or whatever. So, yeah, thank you again for everybody who's been listening. If you haven't listened, this is your first episode listening. Go back and listen to the first three episodes. They're really not that long. Um, and, yeah, if you want to co-host, hit me up at It's a Collective Podcast on Instagram. It's like Twitter and stuff for it, but I don't really tweet like that. So you should probably just hit up the Instagram. Or you could email me at it's a collective at gmail.com. Um, but we're on Spotify now. Ooh, that's like a big thing for me. Um, even though it really wasn't that that much to get it on there, I'm just like really happy that it's on there. Um, and what is that called? SoundCloud. So I don't know. I had a brain fart. But yeah, so thank you for choosing to listen. This week we're going to be talking about sobriety. Da-da-da-da. Um, so we're going to be talking about, we are, because I have a co-host, she's going to introduce herself in a second, but we're going to be talking about sobriety, what it is, um, should you do it, and if you choose to do it, how you going to do it. Um, we're going to be talking about our own personal experiences, and without further ado, I'll let my co-host introduce herself. Say what up. Hey, you guys, it is Ashley Nicole, um... You can find me on Instagram at Ashley with two Y's, Nicole with two E's, underscore XO, and also go on to It's a Collective podcast, and you will hear me. You'll probably hear more of me because definitely, definitely. I'm enjoying this co-hosting thing right now. It's a beautiful thing. It's a collective, <laughs> y'all. It's a collective, it's okay? Because like I've been telling y'all, I got good ideas. I got my own experiences. But what enhances it are the ideas and experiences of others. So, um, yeah, so that's what it's all about. So this is my second time with a co-host on this show. I'm really excited. Um, and it was actually her idea. She hit me up and... It's like, oh, let's talk about sobriety. And I was like, you know, I've been a little, not a little, but I've been sober for a little while now. So let's talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. What is sobriety? That's like, okay, y'all. So I'm going to have these bootleg sound effects until I get with somebody who can edit them in or until I take the time and learn how to do it myself. So this is what you get. This is a drum roll. It's me beating on the table. Or, yeah. So the first topic is, or the first category is or subtopic or whatever i don't know everything doesn't need a label a title i'm just gonna we're just gonna let it flow okay so what is sobriety we looked it up on the internet we looked it up and it said sobriety the state of being sober (laughs) next like (laughs) okay sober (laughs) and it said not drunk but 
Sobriety can be more than just not being drunk. Sobriety is abstaining from or abstaining from alcohol, from drugs, from sex, from food, from boys, from girls. From toxicity (laughs) per. Shoot. (laughs) So, the one that really resonates with myself the most is abstaining from weed and i'm having a sober october and so far it is feeling good how are you feeling i'm feeling good <laughs> i haven't smoked in i know if you know me personally you know i used to love smoking on the weeds you know i used to smoke <laughs> a lot of weed and i've been smoking for years on and off since like seventh grade um so and some people are gonna hear this and be like oh my god people are gonna like tell my mom but my mom already knows you know (laughs) would you say would you say that you were a tree hugger um (laughs) at first no i was just smoking because like we used to do it after school whatever like cool and then in high school i was smoking again i think more because it was like cool but then in college i was really a tree hugger because i was vegetarian i was (laughs) Fighting for the rights of the students. <laughs> like, Our child. <laughs> I was, or even in high school, I kind of was like a hippie. There was a time when I only listened to music from like the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I wouldn't listen to any like current music. I'll only listen to like the throwbacks. But anyway, so yeah, I've been smoking for a long time, but I've been, this is like my fifth time quitting, right? But sometimes I'll take like a tea break, like a tolerance break. Because sometimes when you smoke, you know, like, It'll be like, oh, the first times you smoke, it only takes you this much to get high. But in college, there was a point when I needed to smoke a whole blunt to get high. And then I was like, all right, maybe I shouldn't do this mm-hmm. for a while. Um, just to like build that tolerance back or bring your tolerance down because your tolerance gets built up if you keep doing something. Um, and that's definitely where I was at, where I smoked a lot. I could smoke and drive. I could smoke and build a website I can smoke and do anything and not to say like oh it's such a bad thing but sometimes I caught myself wondering well am I just doing this to do it or am I smoking for for a purpose like what is the point which brings us to our next um (laughs) (laughs) should you do it should you be sober and like she's saying if you having them thoughts, then maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, it was like, I'll smoke when I woke up. And I'll smoke when I wanted to eat. And at a point, I convinced myself, like, I can't eat unless I smoke. I can't sleep unless I smoke. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, do any of these things. So I was super dependent on weed. And it's, I wasn't, I would not, I definitely wouldn't say addicted, but I was dependent on it. Because um, people be like, oh, it's a gateway drug, and you get addicted to weed, and then you do meth. And, like, I've never done meth. But I was dependent on marijuana. But it wasn't, like, a physical dependency, like an addiction. It was more of, you like, live without I, it. I psyched myself out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I definitely feel the same way as well. Um, I did start to question, am I addicted to this? Because I smoked so much. And when you get to that point when you have to question if you're addicted, maybe you should stop and figure that shit out. (laughs) I need to smoke about this. (laughs) And that's kind of the point that I was at. It's it's not like it was causing me any harm, but I mean, as far as my money's 
is concerned, you know, it's <laughs> you know, causing me my money. Money. <laughs> but um, besides that, it wasn't causing me any physical harm. Um, but now I'm noticing it definitely was slowing me down because a bitch will, I'm sorry, a woman will sleep <laughs> as a hobby and smoking definitely helps me with that hobby. And there's a lot of things that I need to get done and I just wanted a clear head. And honestly, I'm noticing how much time I'm, I'm saving because I'm not sitting there smoking and then thinking about the setup and how peaceful I got to set up the mood to smoke and all that. Like, oh, you was doing too much. When I was smoking, it was like, all right, I got 10 minutes. Let me roll this up real quick or let me pack a bowl and let me smoke real quick. It was no real like feng shui for me. If it was like a group smoke, maybe, but... I used to, when the first, one of the first times I took a tea break, it was like, I had only been smoking with other people, like, siphoning, mm-hmm. and then I started smoking by myself, often, and I was like, this is, I'm doing this a lot, you know, like, why am I doing, there was a time when I would smoke, like I said, when I woke up, and I lived off campus, so I was like, okay, well, I have space and opportunity to smoke or whatever, and I remember one time my mom did say to me, do you just smoke anytime you have the opportunity to? And I was like, yeah, I guess. You know, I guess I don't even want to smoke right now. I just have the space and the opportunity to do so. So that was another thing that really made me think, like, maybe you should slow down, sis. You ever <laughs> smoke to deal with people? Like, for instance, myself and my brother during Thanksgiving and the holidays, we'd smoke to deal with family. Girl, yes. Girl, <laughs> yes. It was times when I had to sneak to do it, but then I'd be like, Mommy, I well, you know how your family is or whatever. But <laughs> And even going out to different events, if it's going to be a lot of people, I'll be like, oh, I need to smoke to go out. But then when I smoke, I go and I'll be like mad paranoid. And I'll be like, well, at least I'm high. You know, like, <laughs> but it will be times when I'll get so high and try to go places and I'll literally be like, it will, I'll be acting like I just got these legs today. Like, I don't know how to work these legs. Like, just because I'm so paranoid about, like, oh, people looking at me, whatever. Now, I don't even know how to walk. Like, it used to be almost crippling. But that was, like, anxiety, paranoia, and smoking. Mm-hmm. Though smoking didn't make the anxiety or paranoia any better. And how long have you stopped <laughs> smoking for? This time? <coughs> oh, I got a little tickle in my throat. This time, I have been sober for, um, it was like that, <coughs> it was like the end of June, the beginning of July. <coughs> I can't imagine how annoying it is for y'all to listen to me cough, but you have to know that it's annoying for me to be coughing, like it don't feel good, so we both annoyed, okay? So this June, July, or... Last year, June, July. Oh, girl, yes, this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. okay. <laughs> it's been like, what, so July, all of July, all of August, all of September. So it's been like three months. That's good. And when I stopped smoking this time, though, I stopped smoking and I stopped drinking and I became abstinent, so I wasn't having any sex. <clears throat> the toughest thing for me has been the abstinence. Um, your girl be slipping sometimes, you feel me? And I remember the first time I slipped up after I um, decided to be abstinent, to abstain from sex. Mm-hmm. I was like, like the person, who, the guy who I, was, I had sex with, he was like there still. Like, he was right there. And I was like, first I was fake crying, but then like a nigga really was shedding a few tears. Cause Wait, I was having like, sex? No, after. 
So I'm like, oh my gosh, like God hates me and I'm never going to get a husband. I don't deserve a husband. I don't deserve genuine, true love. I don't, like I'm dirty and I'm weak. Like that's how I was feeling and that's what I was saying. And he was like, why do you feel like this? Like, are you okay? Like, do you really believe these things? And I'm like, I don't know, but you need to leave. Like, why did you do this to me? You know, like, but honestly, it was my own fault. But the first time I, yeah, slept up and had sex after I was abstinent, I was feeling, like, really trash. Like, I was feeling really bad. And all the next day, I was, like, in the house feeling all, like, sad and stuff. And my, I, I had talked to my mom. And I don't know what it was. I didn't tell her because I was, like, embarrassed. But she was, like... She senses when things are wrong with me. So she just was basically like saying, um, I forgot. She was speaking to something else that was going on. But she was like, you have to choose to be happy. You have to choose to get over things. You have, There's a choice, really. And I was like, you know what, mommy? You're right. I'm going to choose to do better. And I'm going to choose to do this and do that. And the next day, the same nigga came over. And we had sex again. And I was like, you know what? Like... After that, I was like, all right, I cannot keep praying and asking for forgiveness for this. <laughs> talk, I'm going to keep doing talk, it. We have to talk about that thing offline, too. Um, like, talk about that energy exchange. Cause no, so that's why I wanted to, like, abstain. Because yeah. that's some real stuff. That's, so another, that's podcast, another episode, okay? Next them, next episode, we're going to talk about... Them soul ties, uh-huh. that energy exchange. Yep. Y'all think y'all just be out here pumping and going and then be staying with you. And you wonder why you're depressed. Nah. But so yeah, <laughs> when it comes to abstaining from sex, now girl, I am dry <laughs> by choice. My girl said dry. Now we still wet over here, but we just mm. we keeping it to ourselves. Oh no no, <laughs> we, we keeping it to ourselves. We are wet, but <laughs> it's been ten months, no D. Wow, and that's a beautiful thing. It really, it really is a beautiful thing because I think about. It and think, is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. Is it really worth the cost? But I get that that's gonna have to be a separate episode, and we'll talk a little bit deeper into that because for me, it's definitely more of a energy exchange type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really, I mean, it could be this episode, honestly, because that's what part of why a, a part of sobriety and abstaining, right? Because yeah. even so, that for me, it was like my energy was way off and I needed to just get it get back right. It wasn't my own, I would say it wasn't my own energy because I was um, taking in these things, drinking alcohol, smoking, having sex with people who got their own stuff going on or whatever. But it was like, all right, I need to regulate this energy over here. I need to get back to like who I really am because I'm losing myself in all of this, you know? But yeah, so even just the same way you get the energy, like, from the what is it called? What are they, what do you call um <laughs> what is the word for alcohol? Is it called is it called libations? <laughs> I think Spirits. people call it Spirits. I think because I see different like lounges called libation and I'm like libation. Wow. That's what you call. Them. But yeah, from the spirits, right? Spirits <laughs> are attached to those things though. Alcohol, yes. drugs, all of that. So I mean this is the same yeah. conversation, keep it real. I guess I kind of held on to onto weed because it it just felt nice so i i enjoyed smoking i enjoyed the feeling i enjoyed where my mind went in the places that i was able to explore and i think or i know what i was 
trying to figure out in or what I'm still trying to figure out in this state of sobriety is this these higher states, these planes, these places that I'm reaching, is it because I'm high? Or is this something that I'm really feeling? And I have to say, it's something that I've been really feeling, um, connecting with my higher energies, with my higher vibrations, and connecting with myself. It's something that I knew since I was a child, but um, but I never really felt comfortable just to really dive right into it. And now that I have stopped smoking weed for some time, I'm just all in it, where my focus is, oh, I got work to do. I, I know what I want and I know who I am. And I'm ready to just dive in it. And I'm not using weed as a crutch anymore. I'm not really turning for it for that inspiration, for that higher level inspiration. I feel that. I feel that. For me, I keep saying for me, but like, I was like, one thing that I, that I noticed when I stopped drinking was like, when I stopped drinking, smoking, doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. it was like, I don't, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be for one. But also I had went into like serious covenant with God, you know, I got baptized, I, you know, just started being way more serious about my spirituality, my spiritual relationship with myself, my true spirit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With God, my source, all that stuff, right? So I was like trying to fill voids with with all the other things and when i stopped and turned to source and spirit and self and got more in tune with the three it was like wait a minute like i can have all this for free and it's inside of me and it's always been there you know what i mean like i don't gotta buy no weed i don't gotta hook up with no nigga i don't gotta you know what i mean like so i have this this liberation it was like liberating um but yeah and then like from that liberation and from like source being the source of peace love joy you know what i mean and not having to look outward for that it was like wow i don't have any reason to escape because when i was drinking i don't drink just to have a couple sips i'm getting drunk you know what i mean like if i smoke i I mean smoking was different because i smoke a little bit but for all those things i was kind of like trying to escape or like trying not to think about something or so it was like after i had been like sober for a couple of weeks I'm like wow I don't even feel the need to escape anymore and that's how I'll explain it to other people if they ask you know like why do you stop smoking or why haven't you like how how do you You're stay sober running. it's like I don't have any reason to escape anymore I like my life I like where I'm at you know so yeah. I think I hit that point I I'm not I'm not running from it yeah I'm just going in it do I want to smoke sometimes yeah but after this sober October, who knows? Because right. I'm enjoying feeling in my body. I'm enjoying what's happening right now. And that's why I reached out about this specific topic. Because I know you've been on this for a little bit longer than I have. Like, months longer. And honestly, I can't remember the last time that I spent this long without smoking. Um, there were times when, like... I want to go with, like, I wake up, smoke, the longest amount of time that I go without smoking was during work. <laughs> Get in my car real quick, sitting in traffic, and I, I smoke because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. And I'll be sitting the there for right a long here. time. Yeah, why not? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very sobering, I guess, to say the word is just like, 
to have that clear mind and to have that, you know, like your judgment isn't clouded by anything external. Mm -hmm. Now you're kind of like forced to deal with the internal. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know people, you know, people may, I I can't say people may say, but people use the vices for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So some people may not feel like they need to stop smoking because they're not dependent on it. They just do it for a different reason or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was like, I really had to keep it real with myself because I used to be like, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with smoking. I'll smoke till I'm a grandma or whatever. But (laughs) then I was like, it's kind of keeping me from doing some things that I know I need to be doing. I'm not dealing with some things internally, externally, you know, whatever. So it's like, can you stop when you need to stop? Mm -hmm. Um, for me, addiction runs in my family, whether it be food, alcohol, drugs, mm-hmm. all of that. And I know that a lot of it is because we don't address certain issues that are right in front of us. And I just needed to know, am I addicted? Yeah. It's not that hard not to smoke. Yeah. It's, it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. And the, I think that's the whole thing. We psych ourselves out so much. Like, I would think about mm-hmm. it while, while I'm working when I work out once a month, right? But I mean, <laughs> I mean, girl, I'm in the gym like five days, five days strong. And then I won't be back in the gym for like a month. And I'd be like, are you, are you kidding me? But I need to really get back on it, especially because I'm working on my root chakra and I need to get that physical activity. But that's all that We need to find new addictions. But no, so that's not the, that's the thing. You don't need to be dependent on anything. You don't need to be addicted to anything i want to be addicted to the gym you don't want to be addicted (laughs) though you don't want to be addicted because there's a lack of control with addiction so you could be committed to it but you don't need to be like addicted to it you know but like what was i saying oh it really forced me to like keep it real with myself like why are you really smoking and that's what that that deep digging and when you're really like starting your healing journey and your process or whatever like you really have to like okay, I got to keep it real with myself. Because if you're not keeping it real with yourself, how would you be keeping it real with anybody else? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy how... But it also helped me to be like, all right, like, I see how other people could be so, so fake. Because they're not even keeping it real with themselves. So how could I expect them to keep it real with me, you know? But also reading, like, the Four Agreements and the Alchemists and those those self-help tools those yeah. books or whatever kind of giving you the tools which brings me to our next topic Good job. Right? <laughs> how do you do it so you say you want to be sober how do you do it how was it for you what do you do how, i how is it for you i just i feel that time with doing the shit that i would be doing while smoking but this time my mind isn't wandering into other godly worlds it's just focused and I think um, focusing on your breathing I meditate um, and the thing is is breathe breathe that in mm-hmm. you know part of my reason for smoking is just getting into that comfortable state so what I have to do is I have to create that comfortable state in my own life without anything else mm-hmm. so whether it be taking extra time to make sure I have incense, candles burning, whatever, setting the time aside for me where my phone is off or my phone is on do not disturb and I just sit there and breathe because at the end of the day, there when you smoke, I think a lot of people become so attached to it because you're getting to that meditative state when you are breathing. Mm-hmm. And that 
like once you once you reach that point you acknowledge that where maybe you just need to breathe yeah it's it's a little bit more it's a little bit easier once you get to that point um incense get you some because at least you'll be breathing in something Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely a good replacement especially when you want to stop smoking um think about all the money you're gonna save by not smoking I feel, I feel. I used to be an aesthetic smoker, so I would smoke for, like, the aesthetics, basically, like, while I was like, <laughs> oh, we're done No, but anyway, um, I would like the way that it tastes. I wrote a poem about it once, Ooh. girl. I was, I like the way, like, crushing up the weed, because I never, like, I'll use a grinder sometimes, but if I'm into it, like, I'm crushing my hands, get, you know, like, if it's good weed, it'll get a little sticky. Mm-hmm. So crushing it up, rolling it up, I loved it. I was smoking backwards for like a minute in college, but like you know, rolling that that nice backwards. That's and then patting myself on the back because if you smoke, you know, backwards ain't no easy thing to roll. Um, and then like lighting it, and I like the way that it looked. I like the way that it felt, tasted. You got that. At, like right, like that the the beginning of a Lil Wayne song, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Flicking the bit, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, like, I just love the whole aesthetic of it. But like you said, when I first stopped smoking, it was like, sometimes I'll just be like, you know, like, really take that that hit in just of air, just to satisfy that that um, aesthetic of it, I guess. I don't know if aesthetic is only what it looks like. I thought it was like, I don't know, maybe I'm using the word wrong if I am, whatever. Like, y'all never used the word wrong before. But anyway... <laughs> Um, but yeah I'm like you know or whatever but dang what's I gonna say I feel like before we even talk about how to be sober we should keep it real like it's not easy (laughs) so I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like oh well they made it sound easy it's really not easy and depending on the dependency that you have on weed or whatever it is that you're trying to stop it's not you know and then sometimes gratefully I haven't smoked Right, like with my celibacy, I slipped up, you know, I did a little, you know, you know? but with smoking, I had, mm, mm. but you know, a little, little, <laughs> little some, some, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I ain't mad. No, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> no, but your gut sometimes you might fail, but like for me, like with the abstinence, I could have just been like, all right, I'm gonna just be back out here, you know, whatever, you know, no, like. Acknowledge it, okay. I did kind of fall short this time, but I I hear people say it. We fail forward, so just make sure that you're not falling back to whatever you're addicted to or whatever you're struggling with. Fail forward and kind of be like, all right, yo, I messed up, but we back in this thing, you know. Like, <laughs> what's good? Tomorrow's a new day. Um, but just don't, just don't like feel like, okay, well, I can't do this because I mean, it takes time. You wasn't smoking all that weed for the first time. You know, you, you you didn't get addicted or dependent from smoking one blunt. It took time for you to grow that dependency. So it's going to take time for you to kind of like wean yourself away from it. And you also may need to keep yourself in solitude. If you know that you're going to hang out with someone where all they do is smoke, they're going to pass you a blunt and you you know that you want to take that hit. I was around people today, and luckily no one smoked around me, but shoot, I could smell it, and I was thinking about it, you know, even thinking, well, I mean, 
I stopped for this long. I could do it one day on the weekend. But I want to clear my whole system of THC, and that takes about 30 days. So, again, sober October. And maybe, maybe when I get to that 30-day mark, I'll feel differently. Right now, smoking does sound nice, especially talking about it. <laughs> we smoke up right now. It's good. Shoot. No, but sometimes I'll be like, I mean, it don't sound too bad, you know? But then yeah. I'm like, when I don't do it, I be feeling like, I'm that chick. You feel me? Like, I, I really yeah, did that thing. Yeah. I got over that. I conquered that. I ain't even smoke. You feel me? Like, And the thing yeah. is, I don't think smoking is bad. I think smoking is probably... It's healthier than doing. It's healthier crack. than fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthier than just exchanging energies with people because you're exchanging energies. You could probably get pregnant and exchange something else that you, you really could probably exchange want. something else and then have to go try to get a cure. Uh-huh. But you know, whatever. And then when it comes to drinking, you can't drink and drive because you can't even see and you can't guarantee that you won't pass out. And I mean, also with drinking, like, your liver, like, all your... You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's like, damaging. Yeah. Smoking may not be good for your lungs, but you could still eat weed. You could still use the pen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Weed is not, like... Mm. Yeah. But, you know, different strokes for different mm-hmm. folks. And sometimes you may you may catch yourself clinging on to things. Like, I'm, I was kind of clinging on to weed, and I guess it's because... All that other shit was hard to get away from, too, and because I wasn't doing that. I haven't had sex for almost 10 months, and I don't really drink. I'm, like, a seasonal drinker. So, like, I am just, like, if I had a gift to give you, I would give you a gift, but I'm grateful for your your app. Don't be going to tell me what to give you. I'm giving you this gratitude. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you have, no, I'm just <laughs> I think the greatest gift would be a, a non toxic dick. Because sometimes I they want out it. There. Well, they you, out there. You're a young Some woman. Women. You got people looking. I mean, and then, like, aside from that, <laughs> you are a sexual being. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are sexual beings. We were created to have sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, people will say different things with that, whatever. But how was she going to make a baby? We were created to. We, we weren't on here to be on okay. Instagram. Just okay. saying. We were I'm not out here just to be looking as good for no reason. No, I'm just kidding. But. Nah, you juicy. Like you juicy. <laughs> Listen. I'll be cracking myself. Um. Nah, for real though. Like, <laughs> when you when you get to a point you when you fully appreciate yourself as a woman, especially when you're when you're sober, when you're abstaining from a lot of things, you start to notice yourself and you start to feel good and mm-hmm. sexy and good in your body, liberated and free. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep being so redundant, but all of it, <laughs> you see how I'm moving. Like, you be feeling all of it. That's why people will be like, oh, you look good. And I'm like, I know. Because it was a time when I was insecure. Mm-hmm. And when your compliment meant the world to me, because I wasn't feeling it myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So people will be like, oh, you're cute. And I'd be like, oh my God, thank you. Because I didn't think I was cute. But now somebody will be like, oh, you look good. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I don't want to sound cocky because I'm not. I look good, but did you know that's a reflection of you? So you look good too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on. Girl, I know. Nah. Come on. 
If I look good, you look good. And if you think I don't look good, then you must think that you don't look good. Keep it real. What do you think? Have you ever been addicted to anything? And what was that, that addiction? <laughs> Let's put it all out there. Um, I used to be, I would say, uh, I have a, I'm working on a, an emotional depend. I don't like to say addiction because I feel like it kind of takes away from real addictions um, that people struggle with, and I I don't think I've experienced a real addiction, but I've mm. just I've experienced dependencies. On we should we should definitely use that word dependency. Like oh yeah, yeah, I'm so addicted, I, but like really you're not, and it's kind of taking away mm-hmm. from someone who is really struggling with it. I appreciate that you corrected that. I will start to call it. Dependency. I mean, it's 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 personal to me because mm-hmm. I know people who have struggled with addiction, and I would don't think that my struggling with eating emotionally is the same. I don't yeah, know. Um, I I think that is a good point because there are people. That again are really struggling and dependency is a better word and I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna use that too Bad, from now on instead That's of That's what addiction. these words is out here. These words is out here for us to use them. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. So I have an emotional. Well, I'm working on. I don't want to claim it. Yeah, but I'm working on an emotional attachment to food. Um. <laughs> uh. I knew that I kind of had it, but then one time I was at this Conscious Connect meeting. Shout out to Conscious Connect NC. Y'all check them out. And this girl, her Instagram is One Light Consciousness. She's awesome. But she was talking about how will we have these emotional attachments to food. And like, so yes. if you're feeling, I mean, think about it. You, It's your birthday. What are you doing? Oh, let's go to dinner. Like we surround everything in our culture. We surround everything around eating. So how is it? Mm-hmm. How could we not? But it would be like, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to eat. Oh, I'm happy. Let's eat. Oh, I just did this. Let's eat. Let's eat all the time. Right. So then for me, it was just like, yeah, doing all that. And then also like if I felt a void or if I felt a lack I would eat that to kind of suppress those feelings I would eat instead of like feeling but then I'm like feeling and I gained 30 pounds you know like and so, you feel even worse and I feel worse because I'm 30 gained, pounds bigger and yeah. my pants don't fit but yeah so, <laughs> I digress and but. it's crazy that we have these emotional attachments to food and that we do it because food is supposed to be life and it's supposed to be love it really is supposed to be love but it's just turned into something Some obsession. More. And it's so easy to get. Yeah. And I think that's, the, that's another struggle is if we had no access to fast food places. Or food. Like, there are countries that have food scarcity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and we're over here throwing full plates away. Or, yes. you know, just wasting. Mm-hmm. Another thing that she said, y'all should follow her for real, for real. I'm going to put her name out there again. Her name is One Light Consciousness. And tag it. Um, but she had said, like, we need to eat to live and not live to eat. You know, we need to eat to be fueling our bodies, mm-hmm. not just living obsessing over food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, snaps on that because your girl over here ain't doing all that. But it really kind of put things into perspective for me. And mm-hmm. I really am just so appreciate appreciate i'm so appreciative for her um because she like as soon as when she was talking at the meeting i'm like you got instagram because like she's really dropping some gems so if you want to 
um, kind of like treat your body better. And that's what I like. I try to be more mindful um, most of the time. Sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm finna get this pint of dairy free ice cream and I'm finna get these vegan cookies and I'm finna get a popping like that, you know? But <laughs> most of the time, I'm trying to be more mindful about what I'm eating, when I'm eating, and why I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just like, I'm bored, let me eat. And kind of when I stopped smoking, it was kind of like, all right, I'm going to snack then. But like, that's not healthy because now I'm obsessing over food. I'm dependent on the food. But anyway. I found myself only eating only when I smoked, after I smoked, before I played around smoking so since i haven't been doing oh, that let me write this down i have <laughs> since i haven't been smoking i'm not really eating as much and i kind of like it because there's sometimes i want to smoke and i'm like well i'm probably gonna get hungry so let me just grab more food to it so again that wasn't that was the negative association with it after you eat you get the itis maybe you overindulge in that after you just smoke because Smoking does help increase your appetite. Um, there's people that actually do need to smoke or do need to take some sort of cannabis because they don't have an appetite and they're sick and they really could use it. Me, no. The only sickness <laughs> is in my mind. Okay. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Something you had said earlier that I kind of wanted to go back to was... Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying to kind of isolate yourself um, mm-hmm. if you wanted to be sober. But I feel like if the niggas that you're hanging out with are really your niggas and you tell them, yo, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying not to smoke, but I still want to hang around y'all. Either one, they won't smoke around you or they'll hold you accountable and they won't try to pass you the That's blunt. True. If they're trying to pass you the blunt, then they're really not your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, like why would they want to see you fail? And a lot of the time, and I'll say this, I'll preach this, I'll scream it from the mountaintop. We are reflections of one another, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone is feeling a lack inside of them, they will project that onto you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like if they don't want to see you succeed, it's probably because they don't think that they could succeed at mm-hmm. it. So kind of like reevaluate who you're hanging around and it'll really show you who your niggas is, mm-hmm. who your niggas is and who your niggas ain't. Um, because well, you'll have people who support you who will be like, yo, we won't smoke around you or yeah. We know you're not smoking, so we're not even going to pass you the blunt. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel that. That is one thing where I haven't really had to hold myself. Like, I haven't really had to isolate myself. It seems like everyone around me is on that wave of they either don't smoke anymore Mm -hmm. or they're trying not to or they mainly just smoke by themselves. Yeah. So that's definitely a good thing, but you do have a good point, and it's true. Um, The people that know what you're working on they're not gonna do that to you they shouldn't do that but we gotta keep it real we got some real shysty niggas out here you know me? like <laughs> we got some snakes in the grass yes and then maybe you have to cut out more than just smoking you gotta cut them whole niggas off cut them niggas <laughs> off oh you don't want to see me do be great because if they don't want to help you with that then just think like they probably don't want to help you with nothing but maybe that's not the case i don't know Speaking from my own personal experience. We got to talk about these friendships out here, too. That's we got a lot next. of stuff to we talk about. Okay? Our, but sometimes, you, like, if you don't think that you're strong enough to say no, you know what I mean? And you're going to be like, they're going to be like, oh, you're not smoking. You'd be like, I mean, I could take a hit. Then maybe you should not be around them. Because yeah. that's you not yep. being strong enough. So and I think that was yourself. more so what I was getting at when it comes to not being around people. Yeah. Sometimes you could tell people, and they're just like, oh, okay, but you smell it, and mm-hmm. you want it. That would be me, 
but I'm holding myself accountable. I'm just not doing it. So I personally, at this point, need to just hold myself accountable and kind of stay away from people that would be smoking because I know how it is. Yeah. And it's crazy. Um, I, I never really was a big smoker. You could ask some of my closest friends. They could pass me blunt and I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Um, it wasn't until after a relationship where we we smoked a lot together and then I then he would give me some I take it home and then I started smoking by myself and I enjoyed it and then I started buying it for myself and then it it turned into a thing and then we stopped talking and what I do I just I smoke some more and then I got to the point where I really was a stoner. <laughs> stoner, stoner. Yeah. Stoner. And who would have thought? Because that was around, I think, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. How old are you? 25. Okay. So, yeah. So, around, what, 17, 17 through 21-ish, I was not a smoker. Mm-hmm. And they say, like, oh, well, if you've been smoking, it's easy. But, no, sometimes there's things that happen. And with me, I think my my biggest dependency was boys. Mm-hmm. So, I think... Oh, yeah, you asked me what you've been addicted to. Yeah. But I guess you're Yeah, boys. yeah, No, my, my dependency... I'm addicted to these niggas. Addicted yeah. to what they're addicted. And I know why, too. <laughs> so, what I do now, I just write about it. Okay. And get over that. Because these niggas really ain't worth it. I mean, they are. They are kings, whatever. But I'm saying as far as the stress and the yeah. trauma. But a lot of it, like, we create in our own heads. It don't yeah. even really be these <laughs> niggas. They just be being niggas, you know? But we be creating the drama in our own head a lot. As people. So, I don't know. Have you read The Four Agreements? I have not. You I should read it. it. Girl, you gotta read it. I gotta read it. You gotta read it. I gifted it to somebody else. But when they give it back, I'll gift it to you. But it is good stuff. Have you read The Alchemist? No. <sighs> I have that. I'll give that to you. I spend no. a lot of time saying I'm going to read. I'll smoke and then I won't read. Well, now you're not smoking, so you're not going to smoke. I know. I got. I, I, mean, I know. <laughs> I'll re- I've been reading more now. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I feel you. Be like, I got all these books that I said I'm going to read. And then I finished like three of them. I'm like, all right, I got ten more. Do you feel clear and free? Because I do. I do. I do. And being sober helped, but it was really, like I said, really digging deep and getting more in tune with true self, divine self, not self that I project that I want. You know what I mean? True self. Um, Spirit, which is like spirit. (laughs) And then God for me. So, yeah, source, spirit, and self. Really be guiding a nigga. Because, you know, how some spirit, I guess, could be also called, like, your conscience, I guess. Because I'll be like, I know I don't need to be doing nothing. But, like, that's spirit. You know? Like, spirit is trying to tell you, you know? So, but, yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of people that I'm around now just because of, like, the people that I hang around or that I be around are really, like, into or really utilize ancestral guides. Um, and that's something that's like really new to me, but um, if you're into that too, like listen to them ancestors, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Maybe no. They've been here before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. I think that that was part of my thing with smoking is feeling that connection. And I got to the point where it was like, I need to trust that it's really me, all me, mm-hmm. not just these libations, as you say, mm-hmm. or not just the these trees. Spirits. Yeah. I not the ancestral ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it. All these things I was feeling, it was me. It was not just me smoking. And now that I see it, it's like, I really could do this. I really got this. And these spirits are real. And they work even without, even without smoking. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm getting some sleep. I think I smoked too late and I smoked tequila and my brain was wandering. You must have been smoking some indica. No, indica's for... Uh, indica is for, for, like... knock your body out. Yeah, so you said you could get some sleep. I would not get sleep. I would smoke oh, so sativa would be and like, I'd be up oh, even in my rest. Oh, oh, oh. I feel you. Um, but I'm finally getting some sleep. And I will be using some lavender incense. Mm. Lavender incense are so powerful for sleep. Please, I highly recommend it. You could get it for... Three bucks at Comedic Science. Mm-hmm. Or just some pack. essential oils. My mommy is loving like uh, yes. essential oils. Like she be using them for everything. Like girl, you got a cough, you got an itch, you got a whatever. Get she got you essential, essential oils. oils. So get you that. Because like, when I stopped smoking, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. And I remember talking to my mom about it, and she was like, Nigga, if you don't put that lavender essential oil in that diffuser that I gave you, in or actually she didn't even give it to me. I don't think. I think we bought it. I think I had somebody buy it for me. Um, but it really helps. But now it's like I just be getting rest because it's it's one thing to sleep and not get rest. Mm-hmm. But like I be, your girl be deep in that thing. You know, we getting mm-hmm. some. What is it called? Rum rum sleep. Rum sleep. She's she's going into <laughs> REM sleep. REM sleep is rapid eye movement. You can put yourself into that state while you're awake, and it is weird. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, too. Um, that's you, another time. That's for <laughs> that's, a, time. that's another topic, because I am all about sleep. Remember, sleep is a hobby, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if, if y'all niggas <laughs> listen, if y'all niggas listen this long, you know, 46 minutes in, we appreciate you. Hope you got something out of it. Um, if you didn't, then you're not hearing this. But... <laughs> But, yeah, so thank you guys for just sharing time. We're going to kind of wrap it up because I know niggas don't really want to be listening for all that long. Nah, we but know you want, if you hear this long, you do want to listen. You were Clearly, real one. You, you were a real one and you, you enjoyed real this. Because my mother probably didn't even make it to this point in the episode. You feel me? But, yeah, so thank you for sharing time because you could have been doing anything else with your time. I hope you were able to take something out of this. If you want to continue this conversation, you can hit me up on my Instagram, R Perry. Actually, what's my Instagram? That's not. That's not <laughs> I was gonna give you my email. It's it's Ramsey P. R A N S U I P. Or you can hit up the It's a Collective Podcast um, Instagram. Or you can hit Ashley up on her Instagram. Ashley, Ashley Nicole underscore X O. Two Y two, two, e. two E's. And, and yeah. we gonna tag this too. It will be tagged. 
I mean, if you listen to this, you probably got it off of Instagram. So I don't know. But I'm just saying because we on Spotify now. So maybe somebody listened and they don't follow us on Instagram. So y'all could go ahead and follow us. But thank you for sharing this time. Like, I could say thank you a million times. Because just to think anybody listens to my podcast, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, because I didn't think nobody was going to listen. But that rain is over. Thank you so much. Um, peace, yeah. and, peace, peace, love. Love and, peace, love, and light. Oh, and... Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. A collective. <laughs> yeah, we're working on the theme song, y'all. Yeah.